It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29 year olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. I don't know why that deserved a fist pump. If you're watching the video to this, then okay. So, uh, welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. I am your host. I am that guy. The quotes, I am that guy. Um, I am, uh, I'm your host chaos and I will be taking you through stories upon stories upon stories. Um, we are the number one podcast amongst people who watch adult films for the cinematography only. How many people wanted to be plumbers after watching some of those? Movies? So many people wanted to be plumbers. I, I probably wanted to be a plumber. Um, yeah, sure. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Actually, I'm going to do housekeeping first. Uh, let's, let's keep the house. So 317-426-6616. That is the phone number to give a call or shoot a text or all of the above. Uh, just to let us know if you have a story and you want to share it because I am just totally happy and excited to get everybody's story. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, swipe wrong pod at gmail.com. That is the email. If you just want to say, Hey, here you go. Here's your story. I want to share and do all this. And it, the cool thing about the email too, is people who have been on the show before, um, are, are touching base and saying, Oh, I got an update to this, or I got an update to that. So, you know, you're getting a lot of that. And actually you've had a few episodes in there where we've updated some people from, uh, episodes past. I can't say seasons past anymore, but I'll say episodes past. Uh, so by all means, keep in touch. And I try to touch base with as many people as possible. I've had some really cool fan feedback and I try to text and keep up with, uh, with those as well. Uh, and do us a favor, like follow, subscribe, send it out to friends. Uh, let us know it's out there. Let them know it's out there. We're kind of, you know, I, I like. I used to like to. I used to like to call it the upside down. Uh, when we were in between seasons, I'd call it the upside down because we'd want to keep bringing you content and be shorter content. Well, this kind of feels that way. Like we're on a run right now of just bringing you a little bit different content. Uh, we're going to get into the full stories soon enough. That's for sure. Don't worry about it. those. Are coming. Those are really coming. Um, like they, somebody took ropes type of kind. Look it up. Look it up. You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I want to continue with, um, the experts that are in the field, the people that know way more than I do about just dating and how to connect and, and, uh, I want to get you in touch with them. And in this one, you know, I've been so lucky to be doing this for uh, over a year now. Uh, and I've met some great people and done some great things. This, this gentleman, Christopher Lewis, uh, dating intelligence. The dude is just like, he's just a nice human being. He's just a wonderful person. Uh, and I'm just glap, glappy, glappy. I was going to say glappy. I'm just happy that he, 
I'm glad that he's in my world too, but I'm just happy to know this person to bring him to you. So you can just kind of get in connection with them. And, and then he also leaves a way to get in contact with him. He does a free 15 minute uh, 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 chat with it, with people. So um, please, by all means. All right. This is probably the longest intro ever. So you'll have the video feed on the YouTube channel and you will have the audio feed on the YouTube channel and you will have the audio feed in all your podcast directories. So uh, with that, sit back, relax, put your feet up, Grab your popcorn, go get a butter, throw some caramel in there if you want to. Uh, and uh, if you're in traffic, please, 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 please don't hit that person next to you. Drive safe. Be careful. Uh, and enjoy my conversation with Dating Intelligence's Christopher Lewis. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. Your vibe is amazing, bro. So how did you get into this shit, by the way? Like, how did you decide, hey, you know what? I, I wanted, let me, let me just help the world as much as I possibly can. Yeah, I, I think my nature in general is just to help the world in general. You know, it's one of those things where I I actually found out with my life, you know, where people when you when you ask someone, for instance, like, what is what? Why are you here on Earth? You know, what's your calling? What well, you know, what is your what is your thing? And I and I realized over time that my thing is that I just want to make the world a better place by helping by bringing people together. You know, like whether it be someone of different races, whatever it may be, whether it's like this person's this style, this style, whatever. My job is when I meet someone is literally just to have them walk away going, wow, I like that guy because he's a good human being. I don't want someone to see me as a color. I don't want someone to see me as a guy. I want someone to see me as just, that's just Chris. Chris is just a really nice person, you know? And so my goal is, is when I decided that I wanted to be a you know dating coach and all these things like that and helping relationships and dating and all these things like that, I realized that my superpower is just bringing people together and helping them with helping with the relationships in general. You know, that's, that's where I realized that my superpower was. And so I try to hone it as much as possible in any capacity that I can in any space that I can. Dude, like if that's your goal, fucking check that off. Like, like it, it took me like all of, it, it took me quicker than a high school kid having sex. I, I, <laughs> like that was how fast it took me to realize that you were this good human being. So uh, thank uh, you. And by the way, I'm, I'm swiping right on that one. Not wrong, by the way. <laughs> okay, so, awesome. Swipe okay. right. Okay. We're swiping right on that one. No wrong in that. Yeah, but it, it's, it's it's like you know, like I said, it's this clairvoyance that I've always had since I was a kid. You know, I, for some reason, it's just like when I see people, I can read people really, really well. Whether and once again, I'm not afraid. You can throw me in any group, by the way. You know, and this is one of the things why I love helping people in the relationship space and dating space in itself because you can stick me in a room. I won't know anyone. By the time I leave that room, you could open the door and be like, God damn, he's talking to everyone in this freaking room. And that's how I work, you know, because I feel like everyone has a story, you know, but the problem is people don't want to take time to know pe other people's story. Right. So, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be casual. They'll be cordial. They'll, they'll make the, you know, the niceties and the hellos, but I really want to look at you and sit there and go, Hmm, I can read this person's energy. I can, I want to know your story. And that's the thing that I think more people should do. When did you like, know like, all right so as you go through this process because like I, I i can kind of feel like i feel like some of that same too did you realize that no you know what i am different i can see it a little bit different than other people can like i can pick up on this better and connect better than others was there like an aha moment or is it just like yeah yeah 
I, I think growing up in a family, you know, where, you know, cause I'm, I'm actually, my dad's half Chinese, you know, and obviously it's one of those things where we, my dad's a doctor, my mom's a psychologist. And it's one of those things where mm. I felt like we were the Huxtables, you know, like, and we were in <laughs> Texas so of all places, you know, the, the private schools we went to, the schools that we went to, there weren't many other black people there. Right. So I made a conscious effort at a very, very young age that I needed to figure out a way to fit in and not to fit in because I felt like that I was different. I needed to fit in to be like, to make sure that people didn't see me they just saw me once again as chris you know what i mean i don't okay. want to ever be considered a color i don't want to ever consider like you know hey there's that cool guy chris it's like i could fit into the nerds the jocks you know the the socials you know whatever you want to call it i could spin it in any circle i wanted to because i knew how to just be myself in front of everyone and one of the most scariest moments that i ever had chris is going off to college where i finally you know when i joined the football team and got my scholarship for football um here i am going to this college and now there's a bunch of black people there and i was like holy <laughs> shit so the first thing that would happen is when i when i started talking with some of the guys they go man you don't sound black so one of the uh, things that i did as a kid i always went so i go well how does that sound how do you sound black and it would make people pause and go huh that's a good question. That's a great you know, so question. these are the things that I always did with people when they always saw me differently. I go, well, what does that mean? Like, how do you sound black? And so next thing you know, all the black guys, whatever I got, hey, there's Chris. Yo, what's up, Chris? Yo, what's that, man? That dude's cool. You know, because yeah. I always never shied away from a good conversation and people and made people sit there and go, damn, that's just that guy's just awesome. You know, yeah. and yeah, that's, that's that's a great cool. question. So one of my clients today, she asked me to on the tennis court. She, she goes, I was telling her a story. She goes, wow. She goes, I didn't figure you ever had any enemies. Like, you know, I go, I don't have. And so we just started laughing because I told her something. She goes, and I said something went wrong this one time. She goes, you have enemies. I go, no. And we just started giggling because she goes, you're the most likable person that I know. And right. that's what it is. You know, right. Yeah. Well, uh, don't yeah. get me wrong. I've done some shit. I've swiped wrong before. Don't get me well, wrong, Chris. Look, dude, like I no. said, I absorbed your content. I know the story <laughs> of some chick on some dude's arm when you're leaving the club and all of a sudden she's in your car. I don't think he was your favorite guy at that point. No, I that's the no, like, that. dude, you know. There's a lot of that. Yeah. If there was yeah. no beard, there'd be blushing going on. I can see yeah, that. I, I've had I've had to tread lightly in my life a lot of ways, you know, a lot of times. So that well, you were a model too, right? Am I, yes, am I, I correct was. on that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Home, man. Yeah. I ask. For, so I was for, with I was with um Ford modeling agency, you know, and basically, you know, I traveled the world, you know, did runway, did it all, did print, did all that stuff. But one of the biggest things, like I said, I was always a very humble person because I never let anything get to my head. I mean, of course, I have ego, and I always tell people that use your ego for confidence, don't use your ego for arrogance. And that's yeah. one of the things that I've always prided myself in is that I do have ego to build up my confidence, but I am one of the most humble people that you will know because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm no different than anyone else. And I never try to act like I'm different than anyone else either. So when someone comes up to me and goes like, wow, you know, you did this, this, I'm very humble. I said, thank you very much, you know, and I start talking to this person and, and just hang out, like I said. Right. So that gets me to something since you bring it up. Um, like you, one of your coachings, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, is trying to teach men, because I know you, you coach both men and women, if I remember correctly, uh, how to put the ego down, right? Yeah, right. Because it gets yeah, in the well, fucking way all the time. It right? does. Yeah, that's my thing. When I, one of my, um, my, my taglines is I say, my goal is to teach men how to let go of their ego and just to be, uh, just to be themselves. Lead with, lead with yourself, not with your ego, you know? And, and I feel like a lot of 
guys, you know, when they're out, you know, with, you know, we've all been there, you know, you blow up a little bit, you want to act like, like you're something that you're not. And even with these guys, sometimes who I know, when I first meet them, I go, dude, I go, you don't have to do that around. Just be yourself, you know, just right. relax, <laughs> calm down, right. you know, let go of that big old wall and that ego of yours because you're trying to show out on me, you know, just, just calm down just be yourself. And you realize that some of these people who are, who are most people who think are the most arrogant are the most nicest people in the entire world. But when, but that's their, that's how they put their foot forward. You know, their best foot forward is showing arrogance, their ego and arrogance versus just leading with their true authentic self. So I try to teach guys lead, you know, let go of your ego and lead with your true authentic self. Most importantly, you get a lot of resistance. Like, like, is there a lot to overcome there? Not for me, because I ask the right questions and that's the okay. thing. And, and, you know, and coming from me when they look at me and they realize, you know, that I'm pulling just as much as they are when I'm out, you know, it's like, they realize, well, this, we got to listen to this guy, you know, he's actually telling some truth here. It's like, you know, I like, I can show you your way with the ego and let me leave with my way of my true authentic self. And let's see who leaves the night with the most amount of, you know, people that you're talking to most amount of comfort, most amount of whatever, right. you know, right. That, connection. That's, Connection. Thank you. So, and they realize it's like, shit, you know, I get it, but it's, it's a learn, it's a learned skill, you know, and being a guy, we learn all this because there's a lot of imposter syndrome that goes on because of this, because when you're young, what do we see? We see the guy with the most money. We see the guy with the girls. Right. And so we all want to implement that. We all want to be like Mike, let's say, right? And it's like, yeah. you know, whether it be sports, whether it be that guy that with the money or the girls, you know, even younger, it's like you, you can learn from that, but you need to learn how to pick up your own way of doing it without trying to just push yourself away. I want to be that guy and do whatever he's doing, you know, yeah. because, but that guy who's doing it, you know, you don't know if he's doing it the right or the wrong way. We're just seeing an image of what we want to be like. And that's the tough part. Right. Right. We don't know their path. Right. So right. we don't know right. what got, what their foundation is. I mean, they always say that the best foundation is rock bottom. So I, I don't know that this dude has hit rock bottom. You, uh, to slide over, like, I don't know where I heard it. So I hope, I hope I'm putting it in the right context. I think mm -hmm. you were talking about one night stands and you talked about peel the layers back versus a one night stand. Does that yeah. sound accurate? Like, I, I think it was just something about, again, connection or am I mistaken? Right. I mean, it's like, don't get me wrong. I've had a few one night stands, but it's, if, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm having one, it, it's one that's, it's one that's, that's something that it was like worth it. You know what I mean? It's like somebody mm -hmm. that I saw and that woman who I had the one night stand with that. Okay. This is something that I can see that we're both going to handle well the next day, you know, or, or this might lead to something else. You know what I mean? So it's like, but it's never one of those things where I've had a ton, a ton of situations. Coming <laughs> I giggle oh, wrong, bro. Swipe wrong, swipe wrong. You know, it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of situations where I sat there and I, I mean, I've had a lot of women in bed where I was just like, and they're like, we're not doing this. I'm like, no. And they're like, why? And I go, because I don't see anything with you tomorrow. And I don't, and I can see the way that we're in this right now, that it's going to, it's going to affect you more and it's going to affect me. And I really? care too much about you know, leading someone on and having them feel hurt the next day. Because what happens after a one night stand, unless you're really secure with yourself, you're going to, you're going to feel some sense of hurt or some sense uh -huh. of insecurity, basically. Right. So I make sure with that, when, when I'm with these type of people, it's like, yeah, it's not worth it. You know, I'd rather just, just lay here, have some fun, but we're not going the distance on this one because I can tell tomorrow's going to be a bad news when we both wake up and I don't want to. And you're doing that up. mainly to protect them. Is that how I'm understanding? Yeah. That? But also because it's like, also I know myself well enough to know that, you know, like we all have this, you know, this path as a guy or this dark path and even women do it as well, where it's like, we're going to, we can get what we want from certain people. And I just don't feel right about it. Honestly, you know, it's too yeah. easy sometimes, you know, yeah. when you're leading someone that's, that's, you know, that's looking at you and you're like, Oh, this is easy. 
Like this is going to yeah. be an easy, this is an easy target. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's like, I don't, I don't pray. I don't pray on women like that. You know, I don't feel like it's, it's appropriate. It's right. But most guys will do it just because they feel like it's a conquest. It's another notch in their belt or whatever it may be. I'd rather just suck it up and be like, you know that I got, I'm too, I'm too good for that. You know, I, I really that. genuinely like this person. I'm not pursuing you just to get in bed with you. I'm pursuing you because I actually like you. I love that. I love that a lot because I think that's what that's the disconnect on all this that we're going around. I think so many people right. forget how often people matter, like the people that's true. matter so much. It's yeah. not, <laughs> bro, it's not about the body count. <laughs> right. And but, you know, but unfortunately, like there's a lot of people out there with this red pill theory and things like that that are leading with that, that they're leading that charge again in the man space. They're telling, you know, you got to be a masculine man. You, it's all about, you know, if your girlfriend's not giving you sex fucking call another girl in front of her and, and see mm. what she, you know, and see, you call that girl who will give you sex. It's like all these things that these guys, these young guys are now going, shit, you know, I, I want to be like that. That's what I want. I want to be that guy that gets all the girls and they have no rhyme or reason. They have no template. They're just, they're just listening to a lot of lip service on what might happen. And you're looking at, okay, there's a difference between if you're an eight or a 10, if you're, or if you're a two or a four, you know, that right. two or four right. who's listening to these guys saying all this shit ain't going to get the same results as that eight or 10 who can actually right. get in there and do that. Who's still basically being an asshole. Don't get me wrong. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Or being a douchebag. So yeah. now this two or four thinks that the best ways to be a douchebag and go out there and do this. I had a dating client, for instance, where, you know, when it was his second, um, um, a session with me and he, his biggest thing for him, he was like, I just don't want to be that guy out there that has to pretend anymore. Like, you know, I could go out there and maybe, you know, lead with saying I have this money, which I don't, or try to get to try to sleep with these girls by pretending that I'm someone that I'm not because I just want to go out leading with my true authentic self. And I go, I appreciate the fact that you act, you can actually be honest with yourself and myself in order to be a better person when you, when you want to date now. And, and it's a hard thing to do. So how did that go? So like, I hear on my side of the of the business of the swipe wrong, like women hate the the talk about money and they hate the talk about their not all of them. I mean, some of them that's yeah. all they're they're looking for. But it seems like as as a whole, like uh, let's say the higher percentage hate that. This guy being his authentic self, I would imagine if he got to do that, like he went inside and the dates got better. Is that Sound right. Like, what, that and, what and, and, and it did after the fact, you know, like a few dates yeah. he went on after he said he had a much better time because he felt more comfortable in his own skin. Sure. But once again, a lot of us, you know, when you first got on a date, what do we do? We want to lead with our best foot forward, whether that be imposter syndrome, whether that be mm. you acting like you're something that you're not. And why do you think some of the time when, when they say one of the worst things on a date for anyone is don't talk about yourself so much. Don't talk about how much mm. you have. Don't talk about this because it's a turnoff. But these, some people think that it's a turn on because they're showing what they have and they feel mm -hmm. like, oh, this girl, I'm sure these girls want that, you know, and, and that's not true. You know, it's like, yes, you said there, there's a percentage of women that they might, but the majority of women want someone who's just a good guy who has a little bit of an asshole in them because that's, mm -hmm. what, that's what I always get called. You know, they go, you know what, Chris, we love you, but there's enough dick in you to make it work. <laughs> You know, because you know, I can, I can be an asshole when I want to, but it's it's a warrant. It's the thing when I'm just when I actually put my foot down. That's all it is. It's when I'm saying, you know what? No, and, yeah. and that's when they go, damn, that's pretty fucking sexy, you know? Because you're you're actually, I'm a good person, but when I stand my ground, I stand my ground. You know, I, I don't yeah. I don't sway from it very much, but I'm but I am also a very um, what is it? I'm a very um compromising person at the same time. Yeah, yeah, boundaries, boundaries. Mm -hmm. right? Right, yeah. right. Nothing, something you know nothing about, Chris. I'm sure. Like you're just I, no, whoa, no, whoa. No, right? Like I know borders. <laughs> I, there's borders and border patrol, but boundaries. I'm still trying to figure you know, all that shit out. I think boundaries is a wide, vast amount of <laughs> sure, you know. Sure. That's 
there's just nothing narrow about that. You know, I, I kind of like your borders. At least there's a beginning and an end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the line in the sand, bro, it's Thank not you. in quicksand. We just, yeah. you know, the wind blows that line all over. It's gone and I'm done. I think we need to actually reuse that word. We need to start calling it borders, not boundaries. Because boundaries, <laughs> that, that could be someone like a close right here or something yeah. that's just way, way apart. We've gone out of the boundaries so many times. It's ridiculous. If I go over the border, INS is coming to get me and it's done. So it just right. seems to make more sense. I agree. I live my life out of the boundaries. What are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. Out of exactly. So I don't play by any rules. These are my own rules. I play by yeah. no one's rules. I'm not going so. to Cuba without the right passport. That's a different border, bro. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so you counsel couples too, right? Like I don't do couples. I do oh, not okay. do couples. You know, yeah, okay. I'm more, I strictly try to stay in the dating coach range. You know, the, um, I say relationship range because I've have helped people through issues, and okay. and by that stance, it's like I I can do that, but I feel like that's more of a somebody that has to be for myself a licensed therapist, a big licensed therapist for me okay. to even tackle that stuff. You know, I'm okay. good in that space because once again, I, I listen well, I read I read the situations well, and I can help you through things like that. But I'd rather just stick with one-on-one sort of sort of situations. So the reason I asked this, I, the, some of the stuff that I saw, especially in L- LA, how COVID was just shut everything down for so long, dating kind of died. Like people in yeah. relationships stopped dating. And I thought I saw a take of yours about that. Does that like, like people who just, they, they forget that they like each other and like to go out with each other. Right. Is that, is that right. something no, and you're right about that. But you know, it's funny you say that. So I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. So off of that, um, one of the one of the things when I tell people, hey, you know, like um, you know, I have this uh, brand called Dating Intelligence. You know, podcasting and dating coach and all these things. Phenomenal like that. show. Thank you very much. And so I tell when I talk to couples or married people, always this is the first thing. I get, yeah. So I have this show called Dating Intelligence. Oh, we're married. And I look at them. I go, you should be dating all the time. You know, I don't care if like, shouldn't that be the case? And they go, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I go, so just because you're married, you should still be dating. You should still be courting your partner. You should still be, you know, communicating and doing all these things that people do in the dating space to try to get to become a couple. You're a couple now, fucking work it out, you know, still do the work. And that's, that's something where it's, it's just, it's a play on words. Right. And that's, that's, I mean, the intelligence of it, Chris. <laughs> Stupid border patrol. Gosh. Stupid border patrol. Stupid know borders. your boundaries. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> damn. Like, yeah. The intelligence part is, well, yeah. All right. Yeah. I, that's why, that's why you're my bro. I mean, I'm going to rely on you for the intelligence part. You can rely on me for the borders. No, bro. That's Canada. We can't go there. That's what I'll say. <laughs> hey, my light bulb isn't on all the time. All right. Sometimes I got to really like, turn that shit off. So. So I got to dumb it down sometimes. No, no. I see the light bulb in the gray and the beard, bro. I see it. That's all shining bright. It's all shining bright. (laughs) I'm a little shaggy today. (laughs) I heard you say once that chivalry is dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it is. I feel like uh, things are a little too easy now in the world. You know, people are texting, breaking up over text, ghosting people Mm -hmm. on text. It's like, you know, you can't even ask a person out in person now anymore. I feel like chivalry is dead. No one holds doors open for each other anymore. I mean, with electric cars now and electric doorknobs, it's like, you know, you just push a button on your keypad, boop, boop, boop. And you're like, okay, the girl goes to her side, the guy goes to his side. You know, I've, I've been taught well, you know, my mom taught me a long time ago. I mean, even to the day that she passed away, she would stand in front of a door, like she'd walk ahead of me and stand in front of the door and I'd be talking them all of a sudden, like, holy shit, sorry, mom, and open the door for her. I pull seats out for girls now. You know, I make sure that I, you know, I walk on the right side of the street, you know, between, sure, yeah. between traffic and the woman. I do all these things because I feel like it, it does matter. 
you know, and, it, and, yeah. and women appreciate it. You know, it's nothing better than a guy still showing how to be a man and that space. And we're nowadays, because we don't teach it so much anymore, you know, you, the, the younger generation really doesn't know how to do that. So for me, I teach my daughters, and I know that my co-host Jamie Villamar talked about this as well. She even taught her daughters on how, look, you know, a man should do this for you. A man should do this for you. And if they don't do this, then you need to teach them how to do it. And it's as simple as like, let's say if a girl goes out on a date, right? A guy should not sit in his car while the girl walks to the door by herself. A guy should get out, at least get out of the car and stand by his car. If, if, if the date went bad, at least stand by the door, you know, whatever it may be, but at least see her off to her car, see her off to her door. You know, don't just sit in your car like a freaking invalid, you know, and just sit there and just let her do that because we don't know what's going to happen between there. So it's, just, it's small things like that. Now, I don't have to say that, you know, you have to uh, order a girl's dinner or anything crazy like that. I feel like that's a little over the top now sometimes. Sure. But I also do on the flip side now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip this now. I feel like sometimes it's gotten lost because of the, of the uh, me, you know, the Me Too movement with women yeah. wanting to have more power. Mm -hmm. So it's this, it's like this kind of like this ebb and flow of this balance now. When do we step up and become, you know, when do we be a man with this? You know, some women, if, if I've had a few women back in the day, you know, whether it just be a regular woman that I opened the door for, oh, you don't have to do that for me. Yeah. And I look and I go, no, I know I don't, but I'm, but I still, I still, I'm doing it for myself. It's not really for you. It's just something that I do because that's how I was taught. So I like it's that. just things like that. Mm -hmm. I like that because me too. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of great that can't like, I really think we want to talk. I think me too went from boundaries to borders. I think that's truly what happened there. Um, and I, I know like in the case that you're talking, um, you know, open doors for women where they've turned to me and said, I can do that myself. But yeah. I, I, I didn't feel like I was, um, being shamed or shunned or anything for it. Um, but I didn't like have a good response. Like the, what you said, like I'm doing right. it for me, not necessarily for you. Um, I wish I would have had that in my arsenal. And if it happens again, I will. Cause that yeah. I was a little put off, but you know, I also needed to understand where that person was coming from instead of, you know, like in my head, look, bro, you're LA. I, I lived in Palmdale for a while too. Mm -hmm. That's so hood in my, I went, I went <laughs> snapped a hood real quick. I was like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. But then I had to calm right. down and go back. Like I was from Manhattan beach and be like, Oh no, I get it. Okay. That's cool. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just, um, you know, it's like this fine line nowadays where it's like, you know, a lot of guys don't know what to do in certain situations. So, uh, but, but even before the Me Too movement, let's just, let's just be honest, you know, with technology now and things mm -hmm. like that now, it's just, it's just a dying art now. And I feel like it's like something that all guys, whether their parents need to teach their kids or vice, whatever may happen, I feel like everyone needs to have a sense of just having some sense of chivalry and making sure that you're protecting you know, you're, you know, protecting your woman, right? Quite frankly, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know? fair. So yeah. when you are out on a date yourself or just out having a good time, is it like, uh, are you, are you, oh, I'm a sloppy off? drunk, Chris. I'm a sloppy <laughs> drunk. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're inviting everybody for a good time. Stop it. <laughs> but are you cognizant of people who are on dates and just kind of watch, watching body language and interaction yeah. and just kind of taking, the Oh, are you? Yeah, oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, I even I it's funny. I even when I see a man and a woman arguing, I find myself hovering just close enough just in case something goes down that I'm there just to protect 
yeah. whoever needs protection, you know, at right. that time. So, and it, cause it's uncomfortable. And a lot of people, you know, we walk by so much crap going on in this mm-hmm. world now where we just turn a blind eye. It's like, I feel like it's, it's my duty just to kind of hover just in case, Hey, you know, that guy's not talking to that girl right over there. I can sense it. What's going on. And this could escalate. Let me just kind of hang out over here for a minute to see what's going to happen. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have stepped in a few times back in the day where I'm like, fuck, I'm going to give it my ass kicked in this one. But you know, yeah. let me just kind of just, hang out just in case so and i've you, seen a couple man. of situations where the woman actually i go hey like sometimes the situation so what i do is i'll go hey are we all right over there is everything okay you know like yeah. is there you know hey hey dude or i'll actually ask the guy first hey man you good you good yeah. like that versus the yeah. girl because it's gonna it's gonna actually change his way point of view because if you talk to the woman first no man stay out of this like that but if you say hey man you good like that He'll turn yeah. you to, yeah, yeah, man, it actually calms him down. So I've done that really? a few times as well. And it actually changes up the, the flow of that whole situation going on. Dude, that's money. That is yeah, money. It's delicate. It's delicate play, man. You got to, it's, it's, it's like you have to learn the right way because you just can't go in like bull, guns a blazing. Yo, man, why are you yelling at this girl like that? Or, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, for are you, sure. hey, do you need some help? And it's like, and that's going to make the guy more and more off pace, you know, and mind you, it could be the woman you don't have to do, you know, you don't yeah. know what's going on, but you just want to make sure you're checking in with the guy always first in these situations as a man, you know, as yeah. a woman, check in with the, check in with the woman first. Has that ever gone bad on you? Like, or like, not like where you're throwing, I, but like just a, a visceral reaction anyway? No, you know, but I, like I said, it, it was a learned skill. Like I remember a few times that I jumped in and I kind of had to say, Hey, let's, let's calm this down. And it's like, you know, you want to make sure that you're not, you know, they're just having a heated argument, but I've learned over time that just go for the guy first and just uh, from a distance while you're watching and just saying, Hey, and it does diffuse the situation because it does calm him down. And he's like, yeah, no, we're good. And all of a sudden the arguments changes its kind of tone. Yeah, and it, actually, sure. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's money. That's money. But that's that goes back to dude. That totally goes back to you talking about just want to be a good person. That's that's what people don't do. And that's I think that's just why I dig you. One of the many reasons why I dig you so much. Thank you. I appreciate Uh, that, Chris. Nah, no worries. So so let me ask you this. So, like with the people that you interact with, whether it be your clients or just uh, you know, like like you get up and you speak in open forums, what's the number one you thing hurdle that you see with with uh relationships and in dating? Um, that's a really good question. Um, the biggest thing, probably more than anything else, is just asking the right questions. You know, I, I always say this and I say it through and through again, it's that, look, I go, you have, if you want to know the answer, you have to ask the questions because let's say you're on a date with someone new, Chris, right? And the only way that you're going to learn about this person is if you ask really good questions and ask questions that you want to know more about how this is going to pertain to you down the road. So I always use this example, like, like it's, it's a silly example, but I use it all the time. Let's say, for instance, like if I go, let's say, um, you know, like, I don't know, like you've been, you've been dating for a while, right? And you all of a sudden you're like, you feel like you can't, um, let's say, appreciate other women walking across the street. I'm just going to go with that, right? As a guy, right? So most okay. people are like, fair. yeah, man, I don't think I could say, you know, I can, you know, I, I can't appreciate that girl's beauty because I feel like she's going to probably jump off the bit and probably yell at me. I'm like, then ask the questions, you know, or, or like, let's say you want to know something more about a person, right? You go, well, I wish that for instance, you know, I kind of want to, I kind of want to like be able to go out with my friends once a week. Let's sure. simple as that, right? Sure. Are you, you know, and, and all of a sudden you kind of feel a little off and you're afraid to ask a question. But I always say, if you ask the question, the all you're going to get back is a yes or a no. 
That's all you can get back. Right. If right. they say no, you know your answer. If they say yes, now you know your other answer, right? But too many people are afraid to ask the right questions in order to get those answers because they're afraid of what the outcome may be. And so now you're not living your best self in that relationship. You're living, not want to say in fear, you know, you have some sense of insecurities. And I, I always say, look, if you're both on the same page going into a relationship while you're dating, by the time if you couple up, you're going to feel secure with each other because you know what yeah. each other wants. And yeah. that's the best thing. I don't want anything ever blindsiding me. And you know, like, like all of a sudden, like I've had one person go, man, I didn't know, like, you know, she like doing this or doing this. And it's just like, until they started dating. Right. And it's like, well, if you've yeah. known this time between you, the time when you guys were actually courting each other and you could have probably, she probably hinted that she likes certain things or she wanted to go out with friends or this is how much time I want to see you and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you were too afraid to really acknowledge and ask the question. So now you're in this relationship and you're now you're miserable. Well, in, in like, isn't the same kind of set for, for women too? Like, like, uh, like I'm a total enabler. Like you want to do it, do it, go out and have a good time. Right. You know, no prison sentences or anything like that. You know, we have borders. Um, but like with women, like there's, there's guilt, there's shame, there's embarrassment, like, don't you have to work with them that, Hey, you just got to go for it too. on whatever this category is. You do, but, but once, but see what, what you just said there though, that's where the trust factor comes in. And this is okay. why I have this fun game that we can actually, you know, let you know, I, it's, it's funny. I tell people they should do this all the time. When you start dating someone, you should play this game called truth or honesty. You know, and okay. they're like, what's that? I go, it's like truth or dare, except that you're just asking each other a truth or an honesty, you know? And so you're just, and so when you ask them, start off small, don't ask them you know, people you've slept with, because that's the big, that's the big yeah. right there, right? You know, we know that, about body count big. conversations, yeah, bro. Exactly, we know about right? those. Right. <laughs> so start off small saying, so like, but what this does, it, it actually opens the other person up to trusting you more. And once they trust you, they're going to feel comfortable. And once you both feel comfortable, uh, everything's, uh, everything's on an even playing field. So that whole thing you just said about the guilt, the insecurities, all these things are out the window now. Now okay. you're on even playing field because you have nothing to hide, Right. 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 And the other person that you've actually told these truths to is looking at you going, wow, okay, he's actually, or she's actually taken this really well. And I, and I can now feel trustworthy of this person to know all my dark secrets or to tell them what I want in the relationship or da, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It just opens up everything. And now you're walking in this relationship feeling I can hold this, my head up held high without insecurities, trust this person and not feel any guilt about anything. So that's fair. So especially in the beginning you're talking about that's just opening the door for god that's a good game because it just opens yeah. up communication like right uh, um i have a friend who was having a problem with his his girl and he vented to me and then after that he went and talked to her but he got all his frustration out to me okay so that way he didn't go into it with a i don't want to say a blind rage but not with the same <laughs> mindset than right than he would have if he didn't get it out but if he would have done this truth or honesty, then they would have learned the communication, it sounds like. Is what yeah, it is, and, is and like. Each, remember, each one has their own communication styles as well, right? So sure. you, have to, you have to learn how to figure out your styles and learn how to balance those styles together because one person's style obviously is not going to match up to the other person's style, yeah. but you have to learn how to find that perfect balance. So that's the thing. You know, I'll, I'll throw a little fun tidbit just to keep the fans happy on this show for you. Please so do. One of my things, so with, with my girlfriend or things like that, you know, we're, we're like... I've set the tone from the beginning on how I am. Like I'm a big flirt. I love the shit out of women. Like I love being around a 
gaggle of women all the time, Chris. You know, like I will have a harem of women around me, and but that just keeps me happy, right? So one time she's going to a friend's birthday in Palm Springs. She's leaving. I was like, well, what am I going to do this week? She goes, I don't know. What are you going to do? I go, you know what? I'm going to have a couple of porn stars over and just hang out. And so I <laughs> call some of my porn girlfriends. Her and her friends call from Palm Springs during the birthday party, and they were like drunk and having a good time. The porn stars answer the phone. They're naked running around the house, Chris. And I'm just like, hey, honey, what's up? She goes, oh my God, Chris being Chris, have a good time. I'm like, thanks, honey. And I hang up. Now, mind you, she trusts me enough to know that it's just two girls in the house just running around. Like, I'm not going to like do anything. I'm not going to go that extra distance. I'm not going to be a little creepy little guy, right? I'm just super right. cool about this. And even the porn's are like, dude, your girlfriend's cool and you're so cool. Like, because I just love having a good time. Right. You know, I'm happy with who I'm with. You know, there's no need to like step over boundaries and fuck up what I have right now because she's right. allowed me to be in this space. Why would I fuck that up? You know what I mean? Right. So right. this is this is this is what I do. This is my life, you know. And so, and she trusts me enough to be in these situations. And people are like, I could never date a guy like that or be in this situation because they they wouldn't trust me, you know. But but they wouldn't know that unless they actually had that conversation from the beginning sure. in the get go, you know. And right. quite frankly, I wouldn't be dating those girls anyways because exactly. they would be that person that would handle that. So exactly, that's what I was gonna say too. Like, oh, they wouldn't date you. Well, hold on. Like, it's like, hey, I'm yeah. not signing up with you either, girl. Like, exactly. First right. of all, you don't play tennis. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. gonna be <laughs> <laughs> that's a deal breaker right there, man. Oh, that it's gotta be, breaker. man. It's yeah, gotta be. Tell ya. Yeah. Um, you'll appreciate this. So Manhattan Beach Tennis Club, right? So uh I think it was uh Chris Everett and Martina Navatrilova when I was a kid. I saw them play. So okay. you'll appreciate that. Yeah, that's nice. A, yeah. I mean, I have no tennis skills. Like I hit it like I'm like I'm uh like a uh, Otani trying to go out, out to left, bro. <laughs> that's that's about how I do. But yeah. <laughs> well, let's add those skills. It's all skill level. Yeah, right. So you know, you do that, you've done the mind. So how much like you chris being chris you being you uh like how often like just in your daily life do you just come up on conversation with people and and you're just you're just giving them you know pretty much your dating intelligence yeah i feel like um i interaction with people all day long you know it's one of those uh -huh. things where even when you're like kind of just standing around like just in the middle of nowhere someone will come up and just start talking to me and just literally just start up strike up a conversation and and i actually start talking back you know i feel like it's just uh and then once they find i'm a, a dating coach and all of a sudden you know it's just like bleh, you know everybody spits yeah. out their dating problems or oh my god so uh, here's here's a here's an issue for you and sure. i just sit and i go okay but i always leave with this caveat i always say with this disclaimer i go if you tell me your problems i'm going to tell you the truth that's one thing uh -huh, that I, I like never that. hold back. I don't care if you're a stranger, if I know you, I go, if you're going to start telling me your problems, I'm going to tell you the truth. And I bet your friends and people close to you will not be as truthful as I am with you. <laughs> I, I tell, I get the hard facts and they look at me going, damn, that, that's, that's pretty solid. And I go, I don't hold back. Cause like I said, if you have these issues, you need to know what's really going on. And I let them know. How long is your old, like, how long have you had your longest client? Uh, probably let's see, cause I did start back in November. So this is still kind of new for me in this okay. space, but, uh, person's been with me since December. Okay. You know, so okay. Cool. We've been about probably 10 sessions and since then, you know, we try to do, um, yeah, we try to do like, I always say, look, I don't need to see you once a week. I just need, un unless it's at the beginning where we need to really work on yourself, loving you first, you know, cause first and foremost, you need to work on yourself in order to be a perfect in the dating space anyways. Right. If you right. have issues within, you're never going to find the perfect person in theory. So you're just going to be throwing your baggage on someone else. So my goal is to make sure that I, when I assess them out in the first consultation, 
I always ask really good question about, about themselves first. And then once I can kind of sense that, okay, this person is actually in a good space. Now we can go on to the dating portion and let's, let's work on getting you and helping you find that perfect match. But some of the time it takes a wee bit of time to sit yeah. there and go, Oh man, you got a lot of baggage that we need to kind of clean up about yourself first. And this is let's, let's filter this out and then work on certain things with you. And now let's build up from there. And that's been about one or two clients back since December. I think the thing I learned and maybe I knew it a little bit before, but it was stamped when we all were, were doing our meetings and stuff uh, for summit is the fact that it's got to be done internally before anything yeah. can happen externally. That's then that's, that's what seemed like it's hit home. sounds like you run right. into that a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like I, the I mean, number I'll, one thing we do. And I got to be honest, you know, like I'm, I'm working on myself right now, you know, I'm even as a data, uh, you know, it's like yeah. that thing where I'm like, shit, like you have these aha moments. You're like, I need to kind of take a minute out and work on myself. So it's yeah. not just something that I put out there. I have to do the work myself that we, we all forget sometimes, right? You know, sometimes we're too close to it and we have to kind of take a step back and realize who we are and what we're doing in order to be our, our best, once again, to put our best foot forward, to be our best selves. Yeah, I think two things just happen when you, when you say that. One, you talk about like that's the humility that you talked about earlier coming through. If you don't have that humility, it's gonna, not going to make you nearly as good yeah. as the dating coach or person that you are. And that's what makes you so damn amazing, bro. Yeah, in thanks, my man. opinion, Thank you. Oh, I sure. swipe wrong. Yeah, I swipe wrong. Yeah. Like I said, I swipe wrong in so many ways, Chris. Let me tell you <laughs> my life. Yeah. Tell me a swipe wrong, bro. Tell you, do you have a I mean, like, we don't need to get in all detail, but oh, I mean, like. Dude, I swiped just, wrong last week. Let me just put it that way. I'll give, a little tidbit. I'll give a little tidbit. You know, dating intelligence got hacked on Instagram and I swiped wrong big on Monday. That's all I'm going to say. I'm learning. I'm still kind of, you know, recouping from that swipe wrong. I was like, how the fuck did I not see that comment? Uh, so that's man. all I'm going to say with that. And you know the story, but I'm just like, dude, that was a nah, huge swipe wrong. I hear you. I totally hear I, you. Talking about that, talking about boundaries and, and borders, I, I should have shipped my ass off to somewhere <laughs> outside, outside those borders, man. I fucked it's up. how you learn and grow, man. That's how you learn yeah. and grow. You'll never do that one again. You'll no, never I do will that not. one again. No, that's, 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 a, that's a check in my life that will always uh, be right front and center from this point on. So Some lessons yeah. are harder than others, man. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think some of the content that uh, I took, you you actually talked about um, people who swipe right or wrong um, and having the sex conversation early or late with uh, with these people. Um, like, I think you said, like having it early and honest is is the right way to go. Is that it? Does that sound correct? For, for having sex, you mean sex? sex for for having sex? the conversation, for having the conversation right. about sex and then laying the, the foundation out there for expectations or, or, or what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I like for me, like I tell everyone, I, I feel like there's no right or wrong. I feel like everyone mm. has their um, uh, timeline. You know, it's like I, there's never any rush to anything like that. But if it feels right, then, yeah. you know, like I said, then go for it. And, and like I said, some people have like these timelines. Well, I don't do this on this time. I don't do this on this time. I'm like, if it feels right, it, then do it. If you feel like this is the person you want to be with, then do it. But if, and if you want to advance in your sexual relationship as well, what you're probably talking about is have these conversations on what you like what the other person wants, you know, and vice versa. I, I know that sometimes it's hard for a guy, especially I'm just saying from our standpoint to ask a woman after you have sex going. So, you know, I really want to know what, what, what turns you on? What makes you feel happy? Oh, what, nice. what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What, what do you want more of? What do you want less of? You know, things like that. So you can be on the same page when it's having sex. So it's not just this guy just getting what he wants and the girl not getting what she wants or vice versa. But now you guys are really having really great sex together because you're in it together. You know, each other's 
style and you're always evolving. You know, nothing better than having sex with the same person and evolving with that person and finding new ways to advance and new heights and new orgasms or whatever it may be. And these are, these are the things that make it fun. You know, I mean, as we all say, having sex with other individuals is, yeah, you know, the first night's always fun because it's new and it's different. But once again, mm-hmm. you still get in that rigmarole of trying to figure out to keep the spice going, you know, keep it sexy, to keep it moving forward. And these are things that I feel like people really need to talk about in their relationships a lot more, you know, and, and, and so many people think it's so taboo that they just, you know, they, they think it. Cause we all do, right. They, Oh, what if I'm doing this right today? I wonder if that's like, yeah. I wonder what they want today or what, how can I, how can I get better? How can this, we are all thinking this internally, but just yeah. share with your partner. Once again, you can only ask the question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. To your truth and honesty thing. If you've had, if you started out with that, you can have this conversation. If not, right. what you're doing is you're watching porn and you're like, Hey, that looks like fun. Let me try it. And she may, or he may hate it. I mean, you never know. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause we all know porn's a show, man. You oh yeah. Show. And I want don't get me wrong the- i love the show oh. i love the show <laughs> i mean i just want it for the music bro i'm just gonna like i'm gonna put put that station really? on I satellite for the acting wow oh man, you're a cinematographer kind of guy i can tell i can tell man i mean that's what made me want to get into plumbing um <laughs> <laughs> the music <laughs> yeah the music yeah 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 the music but yeah, I mean, like, and that's what so many, uh, I guess, young people are learning their sexual prowess from is, is you know, it's just, it's there, it's content. Sex is supposed to be yeah. like this. And if you're not well, having the we conversation. Were, yeah, we were having a conversation about that on our show about how the younger generation, because, you know, getting access to porn is super easy. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. you can say you're over 18 because of the disclaimer. Are you 18 and over? Uh, yeah. Yes. Nobody and you're like lies. 10. Yeah, you're yeah exactly. And your minds were like, would they let me in? You know, the first time it's like they let them in. But, you know, all these people now, just think of a young girl, like with the guy's expectation of what they see now at a young age between 14, 15, and 16. These girls think they need to have this performance level because the guy's yeah. trying to like, you know, do all these new moves that they're seeing from these porns and things like that. Because that, once again, is what they think sex is. And right. so now these girls now have to feel like they have to jump hoops and do all the bend backwards and do all these things, all these special little tricks of the trade, like Cirque du Soleil, where it's like, <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Stick to your guns, woman. Stick to your guns, right. girl. You know, if you're right. not ready to do this, tell that motherfucker to fucking back off or go find someone else. You know, that's I one of the things that. that I always say, don't ever feel like you have to do something that you're not wanting to do. If you want to jump the hoops and maybe try something out like we all do, do it on your terms. Don't ever feel like you're being pressured into doing something you don't want to do. So there like in like I, I i know i guess i don't mean to go down here but i'm gonna go down this way like i in the, the amount of times i've had sex in my life which is more than three like the uh <laughs> that's a great number yeah so yeah number. yeah you know yeah. my body count Any, is, anything uh, over three is a great number yeah yeah that's right crooked yeah. numbers um <laughs> the best time has always been when both people enjoyed it whether somebody was hanging from the ceiling or just laying there in missionary in bed like as long as it's it's like everybody is enjoying it and into it because if it's mm-hmm. if it is a performance and if it is an act boy that's just when you're like come on man nobody wants yeah. that or in my opinion right. i don't know right no i'm with you on that you know and don't get me wrong we can have we can have play time and you know play the parts every now and, sure. and then like that to make it fun and interesting sure. just because it's like but but that's down the road you know that can yeah. get you so far yeah oh. yeah it's not night one that's not night one so you know what i, I did a bad job of and i apologize Tell everybody where they can find you, bro, other than the tennis court or even on the tennis court. Right. 
All right. So guys, you can find me at anything on social media at dating intelligence. Um, also look at my, check out my webpage. It has my dating coach stuff on there as well. It's www.dating-intelligence.com dating hyphen intelligence. Um, somebody took the dating intelligence name. I'm really mad about that, but, and they're not even using it. So anyways, but no, you can find, I have blog stuff on there. You, all my videos, please go to YouTube and check out all my dating intelligence, like, um, episodes for my podcast, because you know, when you listen to audio, you just don't get the same effect when you watch it live, you know, on the video because there's a lot of moving parts going on half the time. Plus our guests are great as well. So, you know, check out our YouTube as far as that goes as well on the podcast stuff. Do you have any live shows coming up? Um, I was hoping to do something probably in October, but I think we're backing that up. Um, you know, my dating coach stuff is taking off. I'm really trying to hone in on that right now. So guys, also, if you guys need anything, I do this free 15 minute consultation. Just look me up, like I said, on my website and take that 15 minute consultation, guys. It's free. I mean, we can talk for 15 minutes and you'll be surprised on how fast I will pick up on your, on your shit. Honestly, you know, it's, it's, it's almost as fast as I do it on the tennis court. I tell people all the time, I go, <laughs> I just need to throw you five balls to know exactly what I need to do to fix you. And they're, they're amazed on how quickly I can do that. So just like in the dating space, I'm pretty quick and I'm really intuitive. And, and quite frankly, I'm here to work for you guys. I'm here for you. So whatever you guys need, I'm here for you. So tennis question for you. Who's your favorite tennis player? Boris Becker all day long. See, there's no oh, hesitation. For real? Boris wow. Becker all day long. No He's the shit. one that got me playing tennis. You know, when he won really? at 17, that was the first tennis match I ever saw. And I was like, who's this amazing guy? You know, yeah. and that, I was like, I want to be that guy. So, no, I'm kidding. Who is no. the who is the most top ranked player you've played? Oh my in god! Your life. I, I can't even say that. Probably yes. some. It was. I remember the last tournament I played was probably. Well, I can only go off the last one because it's as far as I can remember. Okay. Um, was I think I was probably 35, and I was playing in my last open division tournament, which is like playing in a pro tournament. Uh-huh. Um, I played this kid that was 22 coming out of USC. He was like six four, about wow. 215 pounds, and he's a linebacker. Like a hundred. 30 miles an hour and I, and he beat me like, I think like six, three, six, two. And I was like, that's it for me. And he, I think he was the number two ranked player for USC and he was about to turn uh, pro. Now, he really? so, these guys are no joke, man. No. Junior that's players a, are no joke. You know, they will, they will bro. cut you. They will cut you on the tennis court. All right. I might play pickleball one day, but we'll see. Hey, I'm sick with, I mean, I excel at Madden. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> but it's a fun game. Fun it game. is. Yeah. Bro, thank you for coming on, dude. You're Thanks the fucking me, best, bro. Thank you, thank you so much. Best. Thank you for being along for the ride of Swipe the Swipe Wrong podcast. Remember, everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world. Uh, the show is uh, produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Also, I am uh, Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, tell a friend about the pod. Uh, and uh, if you have uh, something that you want to share, please, please, we want to hear from everybody and get everybody's stories as much as we possibly can. Uh, email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. Uh, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know if it's okay to call you back. 317-426-6616. Thanks for being along for the ride. And next week, uh, the saga continues.